This is the FM Gold channel of All India Radio. In the program News Analysis, now we bring you a discussion on measures for higher economic growth. The participants are AK Bhattacharya, economic analyst and Shashir Sinha, journalist. Modi government has announced a kind of booster package to boost the growth rate of Indian economy. But one person who will always be remembered to provide stimulus for growth and his name is Mr. Arun Jaitley. Unfortunately, he is no more. Mr. A.K. Bhattacharya, how you will remember him? You talked about the requirements of growth. I think Mr. Arun Jaitley will be remembered as a finance minister who tried to achieve the goals of higher economic growth without giving up the principle of fiscal consolidation. I think his entire tenure of five years as a finance minister of the country, of the government, was marked by an acute sense of the importance of how fiscal consolidation as an article of faith always remains above every other consideration. And there have been occasions in the past five years when he was a finance minister that the government had to opt for either growth or fiscal consolidation. There was this demand that there should be more fiscal stimulus. But I think as a finance minister, he always maintained that fiscal consolidation should not be sacrificed and the goals of growth should sought to be achieved without compromising on fiscal consolidation. Having said that, let me also say that the country will remember Mr. Jaitley as a man who ushered in at least two major economic reforms which are of a structural nature. One, you may have already guessed, is the goods and services tax. He was a man who, through his political sagacity, tried to tweak the GST structure and came out with what we call a sui generis Indian model of GST. But at the same time, he ushered in a tax that led to the obliteration of more than 17 different kinds of taxes and as many cesses and surcharges. And therefore, I think GST was a major reform. Second reform, yeah, yeah. I, let me say, is also about the insolvency and bankruptcy code, which was aimed at resolving the NPA problem of banks on the one hand and the leveraged debt-ridden companies on the other. Before moving to the IBC, I wanted to hear one more time what he said in his speech on the eve of introduction of goods and services tax during the historical gathering at Central Hall of Parliament during the intervening night of June 38, 2017 and July 1. So let us hear one more time. We are in the process of making history with the launch of the goods and services tax. At the midnight hour, we will be launching one of India's biggest and most ambitious tax and economic reforms in history. The GST may be a destination tax, but for India, it will begin altogether a new journey. It's a journey where India will awake to limitless possibilities, to expand its economic horizons and loftier political visions. The new India will create one tax, one market, and for one nation, where the center and the states work together cooperatively and harmoniously towards the common goal of shared prosperity. It will be an India which will write a new destiny. Arun Jaitley was one of the finance ministers who presented five general budget. And this moment, it was a kind of tribute to hear one more time a part of his speech which he gave during presenting his last budget for financial year 
I rise to present the budget for the year 2018-19. Four years ago, we pledged to the people of India to give to this nation an honest, clean and transparent government. The government led by Prime Minister Shri Narendra Modi has successfully implemented a series of fundamental structural reforms. With the result, India stands out as amongst the fastest growing economies in the world. The journey of economic reforms during the past few years has been challenging but rewarding. As a result of the reforms undertaken by the government, foreign direct investment has gone up. Measures taken by the government have made it easier to do business in India. Natural resources are now allocated in a transparent and honest manner. There is a premium on honesty. Now coming to the stimulus package which government announced on Friday. Do you see that this will really boost investment demand as well as the consumption demand which are required at this moment? I think it will definitely help revive consumption demand in some areas. There is not much in this package uh, which gives me an impression that it will be able to revive investment demand apart from the fact that the government reiterated its commitment to the idea of providing 100 lakh crore of investment for infrastructure and creating a task force which will monitor how that money will be spent. But as far as consumption demand is concerned, there are quite a few important steps particularly in the automobile sector where the uncertainty over the demand for cars in the BS4 make, that uncertainty is over. There is a clear hint that there will be a scrappage policy which will mean that the people with existing cars will be encouraged, maybe with some incentives. And high depreciation also. And, and that's number two. Number three is uh, the doubling of depreciation rate from 15% to 30%. And finally, the government departments being asked that they must start replacing their old vehicles. So I think taken together for the automotive industry, this is a decent package which should boost demand for the automobile sector. So therefore, I do feel that the consumption demand side has been taken care of. But remember that uh, this is only the first installment. There are two more installments of packages to come. And one indication is this, that the home buyer segment will be taken care of. And we may see some more such measures coming from the government. Now, coming to the investment demand, one of the most talked matter was the surcharge or the enhanced surcharge on foreign portfolio investor. Now it has been withdrawn, not only from the foreign portfolio investor, but also from the domestic investor. One more thing that is a rare thing, that's a future and option, that's a derivative income that is being considered as gain for the foreign investor and enhanced surcharge on that has also been withdrawn. Do you think that this will really boost a kind of sentiment, especially in the stock market? Yes, I think it will bring back the foreign portfolio investors into the market because this uncertainty is over. For the government side, this is not a big revenue loss, only 1,400 crore, but it will have a positive impact on the stock market investor, particularly those belonging to the foreign portfolio investment category. So sentiment has been taken care of. Sentiment has also been taken care of by the government announcing that the criminal provisions on the corporate social responsibility clauses under the Companies Act will be withdrawn. So on the whole, I think the government has done well in tackling consumption demand, in reviving confidence and what remains is to be done is to revive investment demand. So as I said earlier that you have to wait 
for the next two rounds of announcements that the government has promised that will come out with. But middle class seems to be unhappy because they haven't got anything and the major complaint was there was no disposable income in their hand and that is why they were not in spending that much. How the government can address this issue? Well, you have to acknowledge that the government has not gone beyond its means. The government realizes that it is its resources are limited, the tax buoyancy is not there and the government acknowledges the challenge that its resources are not unlimited. So therefore, it is not promising the moon. What it is promising is something that is achievable without much loss to the exchequer. So that is, to my mind, is a big positive. And the second positive is that the government has acknowledged that if it takes a wrong move, it takes a decision that industry and the markets and the economy, they don't appreciate it very much. It is willing to correct itself. And even if it means a rollback of policies, it can go ahead and announce that rollback in less than a month and a half. So I think that's, to my mind, is also a positive signal. I agree with you that the middle class and the salaried people may have been expecting something more. But for that, you have to wait what the government does with regard to the direct tax code report that is now in the possession of the government. I'm sure in the coming days, the government will be examining the recommendation of the report. And as we know that the report has indeed got some provisions that bring down the overall tax burden on the middle class taxpayers. You talked about tax and the important thing is the tax administration. Some provisions have been made to improve the tax administration. The one thing which is very, very important is the faceless scrutiny from the day of Vijayadashmi, that is October 8, 2019. How this is going to bring a kind of confidence among taxpayers that tax officials will not have? Well, I think this is a scheme that is taking the earlier digital interface that uh, the income tax department had begun with the taxpayers and it is taking it to a new high in my view. What is going to happen is that all replies of any of the scrutiny notices the income tax department sends out. Now, the income tax department is now duty bound to settle all those cases within 30 days of the date of the reply received. Now, I think that is going to create greater certainty and the scope for tax harassment will be minimized. The second thing is that when a tax notice is sent, then that tax notice is centrally monitored. Why centrally monitored? Because now you have to give a document identification number for every notice that is sent out and that is from 1st of October. And time frame has also been set up. Set for. And what happens to the old notices? The old notices must be settled before 1st October and if they are not settled, they need to be reissued or identified with a new DIN. So I think there is a lot of cleanup effort that has gone behind it. Technology may have its other problems, but at least there will be a faceless kind of an interaction between the taxpayer and the tax department with the use of technology. Certainly, there is greater certainty. There is substantially less scope for vindictiveness or any witch hunt. Now, coming to the banking sector, 
the government has announced that 70000 crore of capital to be provided to the public sector bank at the same time repo linked products to be made available and also there will be provision to ensure that there is a transmission of policy rate cut so on the one hand banks will get some money bank will get some liquidity and at the same times interest rate will come down so will this also benefit the consumption demand which we are mentioning well you have to first see that the consumption demand will be generated because people will probably as you are saying that will have access to cheaper loans therefore with those loans they will go into the market and buy some products goods and services now the cycle is a little bit different in a sense that an individual or a consumer goes out and takes a loan if he has greater confidence in his or her income earning ability and in the confidence in the long term economic growth that things are better jobs are being created and income is being earned and the income is getting bigger and bigger so just because if you make loans available at a cheaper rate does not necessarily follow that people will take those loans and go out and stand in queues and buy products so therefore to make that cheaper loan effective in terms of creating demand you need to do a few more things which is building confidence in the economy and building confidence in the job market where people come out and get more jobs for example the auto sector moves if it improves sentiment if it prevents further job losses in the auto sector in the dealership network in the auto maintenance outfits then i would imagine that what you are saying of lower rates banks higher lendable resources that will have a positive impact in boosting consumption demand mr bhattacharya thank you very much thank you you were listening to a discussion on measures for higher economic growth the participants were ak bhattacharya economic analyst and shashir sinha journalist This program was produced and presented by the News Services Division of All India Radio. This program is also available on our website newsonair.com. You may email your opinion about this program at airnsdtalks@gmail.com.